This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Everybody Lies, our House MD extravaganza. You dig? <laughs> this week's episode is entitled... Um, Ah, uh, damn it. I don't uh, heavy. Heavy is the episode. That's right. Heavy. So far I've gotten them all. She's not heavy. She's a 10-year-old that has a heart attack. Right? So, yeah, the the episode begins with uh, Now, here's the thing. Well, I guess I don't want to re- I won't reveal this yet, but I have a question for you about uh about this child. Um there's uh it begins with, you know, an overweight girl that um you know, is sitting at home with her mom and she's supposed to be getting ready for school. She doesn't want to go. Um, she's so she's not feeling good. Yeah. Uh, her mom's like, you know, you, you need to just kind of suck it up and go to school. You know, I know people are, are cruel to you now cause they're assholes or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, as you get older, you'll find that the people are nicer to you and everything. Um, so she's got gym class. She's, I'm guessing that, this seems like it would take a long time and is sort of a waste of time of gym class. She's the only one doing the jump rope and the coach is timing her. Everyone's going to do it individually. That seems like it's going to take a long time. Yeah, I don't understand that. But she's uh, she's doing the jump rope. He's like, hey, you know, uh, you're doing great. Keep going. Uh, this one uh, shitty little fucking kid's making fun of her. Um and uh, he gets sent off for laps. Uh, she complains that, you know, her arm feels weird. Her chest kind of hurts. You know, he says. Well, she's, uh, she's describing the classic heart attack symptoms. Right. Uh, but you wouldn't think that, obviously. Um, and he's like, you know, it's just a stitch. You know, breathe through it and everything. You're almost done. And she then collapses. Uh, we get to see inside of her body her heart stop. Um, you know, he yeah, returned to the great, you know, interior shots. Yeah. So he listens. He's like, hey, go get, you know, I think it's the nurse or something. And he calls 911, tells them that, uh, you know, 10-year-old kid's having a heart attack. They say something. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess something like, hey, that's weird or something. And he's like, don't you think I know that? Uh, you know, just send the damn Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is, I mean, much was, I mean, good for him having the imagination to think that it could be that, you know? Right. Exactly. Um. So... Uh, they, you know, house has been, we go to Princeton Plainsboro house has been given his dictum that he's got to get rid of one of his people. Um, he's trying to drag it out and like, like, you know, I need to review the review. But like, no, you have a week. Yeah. Yeah. Cuddy gives him a week. Uh, Cameron tells him that he's getting, got a referral from some doctor. It's a heart attack. And <laughs> house is basically like, fuck that, you know? And then she says it was a 10 year old. And obviously that piques his interest. Um, so he look he looks at it now. Chase, uh, I don't know if they're just try, really trying to make him villainous, or if there's some because I don't remember, or if there's something behind this that we find out later. Yeah, he's in like pure asshole mode here. Yeah, he like he fucking hates fat people and is really like mean to this little girl. He's like, well, she had a heart attack. He's like, yeah, well, she's fucking well, obese. Not to her, but about her, yeah, yeah. But like, so Foreman's like, you know. Uh, you know, it's heart attack, and he's like, "Yeah, well, she's obese or whatever." And Foreman rightly points out, he's like, "It takes more than ten years to eat, you know, like right, eat right. yourself into a heart attack." Yeah, ten ten year olds, it doesn't like it doesn't matter how because 
there's certain physiological things that need to happen over time to degenerate yeah. your body to the point where you're going to have a heart attack and uh, without some underlying cause. Um, and that doesn't happen at 10. Right. Yeah. And so like, uh, you know, he goes, oh, maybe your insulin levels are too high. And then he goes, oh, by the way, I need to fire one of you by the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah. He wants <laughs> to see them uh, kind of run around. Yeah, so they go to the mom, I'm like, yeah, you know, we need to, uh, you know, get these levels. But the mom's like, well, she's already on a diet. She exercises, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then they point out, you know, they, uh, she doesn't even want to be weighed. But, you know, Chase goes, well, we have to do this. We need to know exactly how much you weigh because it's so precise with this medicine. Mm-hmm. And Foreman, like, very, like, sweetly goes, you know, I used to be heavy when I was a kid, but I grew, like, four inches. And he goes, you look at your mom. She's tall. You know, you'll probably sprout up. Yeah, he mentions that yeah. she's short for her age. And then she, you know, kind of looks, like, oh, he looks normal now, you know, so she gets the courage to step on the scale. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chase goes, fat bitch! No, he doesn't, <laughs> but surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly, he doesn't. Yeah, but then, like, when she's away again, like, Chase and Foreman will kind of argue, you know, like, uh, he's going, you know, Foreman's like, you can grow out of it, but she's like, oh, that's not true. She's always going to be, he's like, he, I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous how much he hates this little girl. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, he's like, you don't just grow out of being fat. And Foreman goes, you've never seen a baby? <laughs> Right, right. And he goes, oh, you're just upset because you're going to be fired. Right. And yeah, because she's, and he's like, she's not a baby. She is 10. She hasn't gone through puberty yet, you know? Yeah, that you can definitely change a lot of people. Um, and like, so like, you know, Wilson like talks to us, he goes, don't take out of Vogler, you know, you're, you don't have any skill at this, you know, you're just, this is not your thing. That's not, you're not good at this. And he's 100% right. But at the other hand, the house is brilliant, which repeatedly saves his ass. Right, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, so then they, I think at this point they think it's try to remember what they think it is at this point. They, they think it, they think that it might be some kind of hypoglycemia. Yeah, that's right. But then they go to because they start this test and then she just starts being a, a you know this kid's like yelling and demanding things and she starts like almost like you know vi- like violently fighting off the doctors. Yeah, so like, oh she's she's become hypoglycemic so they you know they sedate her. Then Foreman goes, oh, you know, that's normal because, you know, that happens when you're hypoglycemic. But then it turns out that she's actually not hypoglycemic. So it was just the psychosis was just a random, like, you know, this randomly, like, complete change of personality. Yeah. So psychosis is now the new symptom. Um, And uh, now that uh, House points out, he's like, hey, now, you know, would be a good time to dazzle me with a really smart idea. Um, So uh, Chase and... And uh, what's her name? Um, Cameron. Cameron are going back and forth of like things that could be things that couldn't be. I think Chase is the one that says, um, you know, it's possible if she's having blood clots, which could lead to a heart attack, um, that one could have gotten in an area in her brain uh, and caused the psychosis. Um, So at this point, uh, House says, um, okay, you know, uh, alternate uh, heparin and warfarin, which are blood thinners uh, for her, you know, for the clots. And then let's, you know, do some scans and see if we can, uh, you know, see if we can find something. Uh, Foreman then comes into his office and is like, you know, uh, he's like, hey, I know you got to fire somebody, um, but, uh, you know, you, you stop treating you us. Like, yeah, stop. yeah, you need to like have him fight for the job. Right. He's like, oh, I, I can see, uh, you know, like you you don't seem invested at all. You don't even give medical opinions anymore. 
And right. And then like uh, house goes, well, if you had to fire somebody, who would it be? Right. And then, you know, four minutes takes about a bit to get out of him. But with, you know, no shock, he suggests Chase, you know, mm-hmm. not because he's rich, because he doesn't appreciate the position he's in you know, yeah. compared to Cameron and himself. Exactly. And he's like, he, he's like, you know, there's no, it's, it's okay. Like if you just want to hang out, but this isn't the place to do it, uh, which I agree with him. Um, right. But uh, House yeah, is. I mean, Foreman is very, you know, dedicated to the job. Yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. But House goes, hmm, that's interesting. Or I'm surprised, he says. And he goes, you thought I'd pick Cameron? He goes, I didn't think you'd pick anybody. Right, yeah, he was kind of surprised. And then he talks to Wilson again, because he, you know, Foreman usually doesn't get into it, but he goes, he talks with Wilson, and Wilson goes, why don't you just quit? You know, you can get a job anywhere. I mean, Solly, you probably have, like, 100 phone calls, like much like Puff Daddy did after he quit his label, like, the day after. <laughs> exactly. Um, and but then Foreman, yeah, I'm sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, We've missed this for a little bit. Foreman leaves the hospital and goes to talk to the teacher. Yeah, that's right. And he goes, oh, you have a pair. She tells him that, you know, they pair with an older. He goes, maybe the old. Because uh, House suspects she might be taking diet pills, but the mother denies that. Yeah, because the diet pills. Cause I forgot about that. Because if she's having blood clots, the diet pills could cause the clots. Right. Um. So then, you know, they, you know, they go out and like uh, he talks to the teacher and like uh, he goes, well, he goes, is the older kid her friend? He goes, actually, she doesn't have any friends, you know, at all. Like no one likes this poor kid. They all tease her. By the way, I mean, yes, like when you don't see her body a lot in this episode, um, but, you know, when she's freaking out and having her psychotic episode and she's on the bed and she's in the uh, whatever the uh, gown um you know, you can kind of see her full body a little bit. And I, I don't think this is, you know, the, the child's actual body. But yeah, I mean, she's pretty big. But seriously, no friends. I know kids are fucking assholes a lot of times. But you'd think she'd have at least one or two friends. Right. I mean, they all like, tease her mercilessly. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I guess. So go back to uh, Vogler. He's upset that he hasn't fired anybody. So he goes, uh, you know, he goes to Cameron. He goes, hey, I'll help you out if you get fired, you know. So he's trying to kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, tip his hand. to get. How- he's trying to force House to do something. Yep. And he does. He yeah. does the same thing with Foreman, too, at one point. Yeah, yeah. Where he kind of just talks to Foreman and tries to tries to get to know him a little bit better, too. Um, so Foreman talks to this older kid, and the older kid goes, well, she's not my friend. You know, she has to point out that. But she goes, she was taking diet pills, you know. She always says she's always, you know, exercising. And Foreman talks to the mom, and the mom says she took them, but she, like, had shoplifted them. Like, the little girl did on her. Yeah, the mom. Then, the mom's like, first the mom thinks that the little kid, that the the older kid is lying. Um, right. But the, you know, I can't, I can't remember her, the name, the patient's name. But she... Um, you know, she she says, no, mom, you know, she wasn't lying. Uh, I was, you know, I, I shoplifted and I told, I told her that you gave right. them to me so I wouldn't get in trouble. Which is weird, but I mean, I mean, maybe the school didn't know. Yeah. And then, and then Chase is just, again, going on about it, like how fat this kid is and like how in Australia you're not like, uh, you know, that's like an American, uh, you know, condition. Right. Well, technically this is correct. Uh, fuck you. You're from Australia. Go well, here's the, here's the thing, though. Uh, I don't know if Australia has quite the obesity problem. Well, obviously, it doesn't have the obesity problem that America does. But I'm. Pre- I don't think anybody does. But I. But I'm pretty sure they're fairly close. Like when you look at the other countries, like I think they might be number two or number three when it comes to like an obesity problem. They. They also. Oh, wow. 
They're like in Australia, they also have a problem with obesity. Right. It's not as I mean, people always think of Australians as like these, like you know, like super toned, like you know, hard bodies. Because right. you know, we've uh, watched TV. Yeah, exactly. We watch well, actually, it, all the time. Actually, I think we got the order a little bit off, but um, because then remember they go back in and she's bleeding from like her skin. She's like a necrotic, like a kind of scab or something. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, and I think that's when they gave her the heparin and the warfarin. No, earlier. no, no, no. That ha- that happened earlier. This is we're we're in the right order because that that this is what happens now. Is he says to her, he says to her, "Hey, um, you know, after she she admits that she took the pills, she he says, Foreman says to her, the the pills cause um, you know, cause blood clots, and that's why she had blood clots. That's what led to the heart attack." We'll keep her for a couple days to monitor. She'll be fine. And then she starts to develop the, the, the sores in her body. It's like necrotic tissue. Looks terrible. Um, I thought they treated that with the heparin and the warfarin, though. No, so the, the heparin and the warfarin are blood thinners. Um, now, this is a new symptom, but they're trying to figure, like, they kind of... Oh, I see. I, I see what it is. I think is what, what happened was they thought that was because of the heparin in the war. Exactly. Because, like, House basically... And Cameron points this out, out later. House doesn't really search very far for an answer as to why this would happen. Uh, he kind of, like, he's looking through this chart and everything, and he was like, hey, you know, it looks like this could be warfarin-induced necrosis. Um who gave her the warfarin and who gave her the heparin? And Chase says, um, I gave her the the warfarin. And, um, you know, he looks at Cameron and says, is, is there, you know, is, it, is there a chance that you both gave her warfarin? Because double Which the is di- nice because it, it references the episode a couple episodes ago where, you know, because of Chase, not directly because of him, mm-hmm. like they got two left feet in the x-ray. Like yeah. you may even say something about that. Yeah, because... Um, because, you know, double the dose of warfarin could definitely cause this kind of necrosis. And, and you talk about the house, you know, doesn't trust Cameron. And also he probably thinks he's the least competent. And also he did make a mistake. So he looks at, you know, Chase. He's like, you know, it's probably you because, you know, mm-hmm. you're a fuck up. Right. <clears throat> and uh, so he's like, hey, you know, did you see her prepare her her vials and everything? And he doesn't say anything. And so, you know, that that's the theory that they're going on. So they need to treat um, with uh, with uh, I can't remember exactly how, but treated heparin basically is how um, you know how they're going to treat this uh, this you know this new development. Um, but the treatment's not working. You know, days go like a few days go by and the treatment is uh, is not doing anything, and there's a real danger that you know she could actually die from this kind of necrosis. Um, so, you know, at this point, Wilson's kind of in the mix and, uh, he says, you know, what we can do until we figure out what's causing this, you know, why the treatment's not working is we can remove the tissue, but it's mostly, you know, her breast tissue. Um, so, you know, the mom's like, are you talking about like, you know, removing my, my daughter's breasts and. You know, he says a radical mastectomy might be the only thing to save her life because we don't want this to penetrate the abdominal wall. You know, then then she's dead, basically. Right. Um. So they say they're going to wait till the very last minute uh, before they, you know, they figure it out. Um. Then, and then Volger goes to see Foreman now, right? 
Yeah, this is when, yeah, because Vogler goes to see Foreman, and he's kind of looking at the chart, and he goes... Which, how he can read and interpret that, I don't know. Yeah, well, he goes, um, yeah, because you're right, because he reads it as if it's just written out like that, but anyone that's aware of doctor's notation and stuff like that knows it's not written like that. It's re- it's going to be written in symbols and, and stuff like that. that and, and the odds of a hospital writing down on a chart that they accidentally gave someone the wrong medicine are, like, nil. Right. So it, it like he's like um, uh, warfarin induced necrosis, and he's like I don't know what that means. Um, and he goes, uh, but looks like we gave her the warfarin, and I know what induced means. He's like we did this, you know. And then he starts talking. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And then he starts talking to House about, um, or I mean, he starts talking to Foreman about, uh, you know, he's like I don't know why you like working uh, for House anyway. He's such an asshole, and he doesn't respect you, and and all this stuff. Um, Can you imagine how like thick these uh, charts must be for fucking houses patients? No shit. <laughs> you look like a goddamn phone book when you're done. Yeah, but he um, so Foreman doesn't give him anything. He basically just doesn't say anything. Um, Chase walks in at this point, and then uh, later Chase goes to see to see Vogler, and it's revealed that. You know, it's a very not well kept secret that Chase was the one that's been feeding inf- information to Vogler this entire time, and um, you know he's like, "Hey, how come you're talking to Cameron and everything?" And he's like, um, well, "I'll need options in case you're the one that House fires." He goes, "Oh, did you see how fat that kid was? <laughs> Why are you bringing that up?" <laughs> and Chase is like, "What do you mean if he fires me?" He's like, I'm giving you information so I don't get fired. <coughs> and um, Vogler's like, yeah, yeah, I'll protect you as long as you keep, as long as you keep giving me information, as long as I need you. But if I, you know, if if Cameron uh, or Foreman will flip, then I don't need you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he goes, Foreman didn't talk about, didn't mention talking to me, which is really funny. Uh, so then obviously Chase is pissed. Uh, and then Cameron comes to talk to house at the kind of a juxtaposition thing where she challenges him, uh, basically saying like, Hey, you know, you, you latched onto this idea of, you know, screwing up like, um, you know, like there was no other explanation, you know, it's completely not like you, if you just want to use it in as, ex- as an excuse to fire one of us then just, you know, you don't need the excuse. Just fire one of us. Like, this is bullshit, basically. And um, she leaves for the day. And, uh, you know, it's getting to be zero hour. So, um, you know, House has got Foreman and Chase there. They're outside the the hospital, and the you know, hospital room. And he's like, hey, you know, what if it, what, what if it wasn't warfarin-induced necrosis? What else could cause this? You know, and he's like, come on, let's spitball. Give me something to work with here. And um, Chase, again, says uh, she's she's fat. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Chase, or Chase again says uh, she's fat. And uh, Foreman finally explodes. And he's like, uh, yeah, we get it. You don't like fat people. <laughs> uh, but he says, no, like... Um, you know, what if that's a symptom? Like, what if being overweight's a symptom? So then they start talking about that, and, and House is like, you know, what, what, uh, 
what diseases have obesity as a symptom to them. And then they finally hit on it. And then, uh, then uh, Chase goes, being American. <laughs> right. And then they finally hit on it. Uh, Cushing's disease. Um, yeah, which I believe is, is that it's a it's a small tumor, like usually in the brain or is it always in the brain? Is it a specific spot? I don't really understand what designates it from another. So uh, Cushing's disease or Cushing's syndrome can happen in one of two ways. Uh, the most common way is actually induced by medication because uh, what it is, is it's it's hypercortisolism. So it's an overproduction of uh, the hormone cortisol in uh, in your body. Uh, which, you know, makes you it, like cortisol is one of the things that makes you gain belly fat. You get a big rounded face like she is, you know, uh, in, yeah, this, they, in this episode, she's got a rounded face. And also it was uh, the, the fact that, you know, she was shorter than her parents because mm-hmm. both her parents were kind of tall. But that also helped, like, you know, which yep. uh, four minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like I said, the medication is the most common. The next most common is a cortisol secreting tumor. Uh, typically they, the cortisol secreting tumors, uh, will be on the adrenal glands. Uh, and then, um, you know, secondarily, uh, the other big spot, uh, that it could be is in the pituitary in the brain, which is where it is on her. That's why when they do the scan, cause you know, uh, they were, they did blood tests cause it'll show up in, in blood tests. Uh, and Chase points out, Hey, you know, her tests ne- uh, never came back showing you know this increased cortisol and house said it could be cyclical and we might not have you know made the cycle and these they're like we don't have time to do any other tests and he goes so give her an mri and look for what would cause hypercortisolism it's funny because they i think they give foreman this line just to give him a line because it's kind of a stupid line because he's like, what are we ex- What are we scanning for? Hypercortisolism? He should know the answer to this question. Yeah, he's a neurologist. Um, and he's like, no, what would cause it? Which is the tumor, obviously. So the first place they look is the adrenals. Because like I said, that's the most uh, common area. Then they go up to the pituitary and they find it. It's a tiny little tumor in the pituitary. Um, this, this is the treatment. Remove it. Uh, and then if it's large enough and they need to, they'll, sometimes they'll do radiation and things like that. Um but uh, the the main thing is to stop this overproduction of cortisol in the body. Uh, so they they do that, they remove it, and then this is my least favorite part of the episode because the whole thing is is like he's gonna fire somebody, right? Yeah. Um, they go into the future. Uh, you know, they, I I understand why they do this so that they can show that she's lost weight because basically they're like, you know, hey, you're gonna be able to lose weight now. You're gonna get taller now you know, these problems that you're having will start to go away because this cortisol secreting tumor is gone. Um, They go into the future and they show her all thin and everything. And uh, she's happy and smiling and stuff. And And she likes her now. And yeah, exactly. And all three of them are there. See, I feel that was just a mistake. Like they didn't really connect to the other part of the plot. You know, they, Mm -hmm. and they figured the viewers wouldn't either just because, you know, they're all, I mean, they they don't necessarily have to all be on the same team to be there. You know, it's a patient they all had, you know, treated. That's true. That's a good point. But I, it just, it seems, it feels very dis, like, like you said, it feels very disconnected from the, um, you know, from the main plot and everything. I just don't really like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And then, and then he, uh, he, Vogel asked him who he's firing and he goes, Chase. And he goes, no. Yep. He says, no. And he goes, well, that you said that I could fire whatever. He's like, hey, the deal changed. Uh, cause yeah. he's Darth Vader. 
And he uses uh, Cameron's uh, idea to like, you know, if we lower all of our pay rate by 17%, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be able to afford, you know, you know, mm-hmm. to keep the team, you know, mm-hmm. as if we lost one person. But, you know, Vogler just is out for blood. He doesn't really care. You know, yep. it's that's not the point. So he says, I mean, he says well, he wants them to be, you know, under budget, but it, that's not really what he wants. So he says, I, I'm not going to do it. And he goes, hey, you know, do it or I'll destroy the entire department, basically. And then he walks out. Um, so, you know, it's it's still up in the air as to exactly what's going to happen. But Cameron is, uh, you know, uh, writing her, her resume, her CV. Right. Um, yeah. The last thing we need to get into is, and I'm sure you probably enjoyed this, is the uh, the clinic yes. episode. Yeah. I think we should always save the clinic for last because in my opinion, it's the best part of the show. Yeah. But go go ahead and and tell us about the clinic. This this one is great. This uh this Latin woman like comes in and like uh, she has heartburn, which I, I guess go to the clinic for that. I mean, you would think. I mean, right. she has. I think she has six kids, so you think she would have some experience with heartburn, and that of course is what a uh, house suspects because like she has a distended stomach. You know, it's mm-hmm. very large. He goes, oh, you must be pregnant. She goes, I have six kids. I would know if I was pregnant. He goes, she goes, you're just being prejudiced because I'm a big woman and you don't understand. Said that real women have curves, you know, one of those kind of situations, right? And then a house is <coughs> good. I, I just love House's line House goes, You have little people inside you, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he goes, You know, he goes, Oh, the heartburn, you know, we better check your blood to make sure it's not this. But he really is just sneakily trying to test for pregnancy, mm-hmm. and sure enough, she's uh, not pregnant. So they uh, do a little bit of a examination, and they realize she has like a giant thirty-pound benign tumor inside of her body. Yeah, on her ovary. Right. Yeah, and then so uh, he goes. Um, you know, they figure out it's benign. How I'm not sure how they do that. Must do a biopsy or something. Yeah. But she doesn't want to remove because she, she says a scar will make her not be as attractive. I'm like, oh, you just want me to be smaller because you know you have a prejudice against big people. You know, it's that kind of shit again. Yeah. And then so like you know Wilson's like no no you you know it'll help you know with your other symptoms like your heartburn and stuff and then so the 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 lady's husband shows up the next day he's like I don't care if she's overweight you know I love her if she has a scar you know that's fine please you know lie so she'll get the surgery because she you know I don't want it to be something you know worse than it is yeah exactly and he, and he shows her some picture of his he shows her you know cute pictures of his kids. Mm-hmm. And then House, uh, you know, he goes, all right, send her back. You know, you talked me over with this cuteness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then House goes, you know, I just realize this, but some of your kids are, uh, you know, genetically incapable of being your children because they have different colors of eyes. You know, the right. dominant recent traits, which I don't know how that works. I'd like to find out again because it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. He's like the father of three, max four of your six children. Right, he goes. You know, yeah, your husband would be okay, but the other people you're having sex with, you know, don't worry about them. You know, mm. you could find men online who are into that. You know, it turns them on more. You know, they just won't care. And she's like, she finally agrees to it. You know, so she gets the surgery, but it's kind of weird. Like, you know, how she like figures out what what it is. Just go, oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, I. So I think maybe she does it partially too because she's afraid he's going to tell the husband that. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, but yeah, it's kind of funny that he just instantly he's like, "Oh, she's cheating on him," and has been for a while. So. Yep. Yeah, I, I like the episode. The vulgar again is pretty good. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's like you gotta fucking fire someone. I mean, it's been two episodes, like a full mm-hmm. episode, and then a cliffhanger hanging over our head at this point. I mean, right? We really want to get rid of Chase, and rightly so. Even if Chase wasn't the fucking rat, get rid of Chase. Chase sucks. Yeah, exactly. Chase is the the least valuable employee in that whole department. 
And also, he's just being an asshole to a child for being overweight. I mean, what the fucking kind of person are you? He really is a he really is a monster in this fucking episode. He's I mean, he's he's really just a dick, and he sucks at being a doctor too. And he's an Asgardian. Yes. By the way, shout out to all the Asgardians dealing with the incredibly horrible fires going on in Asgard. Yeah, even though we do hate Chase the Passion, um, uh, we do feel for you, and uh, you know, I. I don't know. I mean, if there's a charity that anyone knows of that we could repost mm-hmm. or, you know, possibly send some funds to uh, hit us up on Twitter, we'll gladly retweet anything as far as that goes. It's a yep. horrible, horrible situation, and we're sorry you're going through it. Yep. Stay safe and try to keep the koalas safe. I heard that uh, lots of koalas are uh, are dying because, you know, obviously they're fucking, uh, their woods are catching on fire. <laughs> And, and and how boring is it to me to be a chihuahua or a chihuahua a koala where you just eat the same shit all the time? Like I think they literally eat the same thing. Yeah, it's very weird. Like evolutionary speaking, like they're just like ah, I can just eat this one thing. Yeah, it is weird. I never thought about that, but it is odd. I mean, this seems like a very fragile, like you know, strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously humans are omnivores, and that's a great part of our success. As you know, we always been able to find food. But I mean, it's not like well, I can only go to Central Park and eat a leaf off this maple tree. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, how, how they've survived as long as they have is a mystery to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is our episode for the week. Uh, as always, tell some friends, uh, you know, enjoy episodes of House on Amazon Prime. Uh, you know, you can follow right along with us. And, uh, you know, if you're watching the show with us, let us know. Uh, hit us up and we will uh, we will interact with you. Yep. All right. Have a good day. Bye. See you later.